0: So it's picking up. That's my daughter in the background. Um, Counting. Alright, this is a little hotter than the other ones. I'll probably have to turn it down later. This is really hot, actually. Alright. I think that's a lot better. So, So I'm back. This is a part two of episode one about toxic people I let a couple of people hear it you know I shared what I had and I got some pretty interesting feedback and the the feedback that seems to stick the most out of everything that people said was that I have a tendency to jump all over the place and unfortunately that is true Uh, it's really hard for me to focus on one thing for too long my brain is always like moving into the next idea very rapidly. Uh, it's all the time. And I think, hey, Rhea, I think that came from years of freestyling. Because you know, like everybody in Houston, Texas, I like to freestyle. And that was really my thing. Once again, you know, it was a mask for me, for my blackness. My daughter's just playing with the knives now, I don't really care. It was just a way for me to try to be blacker, I guess, because got picked on for sounding white and stuff like that. But um, I don't even know how I got there. Oh, because when I freestyle, you have to be quick on your on your feet and be able to jump around and, and think of the next bar that you're going to say. So in doing that, I guess it's kind of twisted my mind around to where that's how I talk and... and thoughts come to me just real sporadic almost out the clouds type <laughs> and deal so in saying all that the chance that i'm gonna change my style of communication is next to nothing i will try my best to stay on topic if it is causing some people to um get lost in the sauce but i can't fucking do it i can't do it so what i want to talk about today is um you're be, you being good at the thing that you spend the most time doing, whether good or bad. I got this thought when I was driving. I can't. You know what? No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna see if I can find this song, so you guys can hear a little bit a snippet of it. It's a Jada Kiss song with some guy. He's featured on it, and um, it's a really cool song. And while I was playing the song, I'm like, man. Jada Kiss can rap his monkey ass off. It's this one. It's called Too Late. This is Too You know I'm what? Uh. I'm a ball yeah. motherfucking this is this is fucking face. This is called It's called Too Late, featuring Jada Kiss. Dude's name is Paradison Fontantini. I don't know But she's jamming And I want to get to Jada Kiss' part Hold on Woo Yeah It ain't gonna matter Uh. I mean You can listen to the rest of it Yourself But Jada Kiss goes in And I'm sitting there thinking Like man This dude goes in and then I remember Kiss has been doing this for almost 20-something years. So he's exceptionally good at rapping because it's been a habit for him. He does it more than the regular person. So then you start thinking, well, is he just inherently good at it? Or is he good at it because he does it more than the regular person? And if anybody were to just harness their talents and all their energy towards one thing, what is the chance that they would be good at it, or at the bare minimum, above average? I think most people are generally better than the public when they spend more than X number of hours doing a certain task, even if they are at the lower tier of people in that realm. I'm going somewhere with this. Just follow me. No. being better, Jada Kiss. Um... So he uh, he's a rapping old rapping ass, right? So he's really good at that. But then you wonder, with the amount of mental energy and time, physical time, that he's focused towards uh, wanting to rap, how did that affect him in other areas of life? Because if you notice, a lot of these, a lot of rap guys, we'll just use stereotypical rap guys, or even uh, guys of any, like, celebrity, they spend a lot of time perfecting their craft, whatever it is, whether it be... um Painting, musician, you name it, right? They do that, and a lot of times they spend a lot of time on their body. So then it just makes you wonder, what are the areas of life where they not versed in? Is it paying bills, uh, cooking for themselves, emotional intelligence? You know, because like Bruce Lee, for example, I saw something about him on YouTube saying that he couldn't cook and he wasn't much of a handyman, which is interesting. Because when we think of a man, stereotypical man, those things would come up. Being a handyman. I mean, not being being able to cook, per se, but being self-sufficient. But you wouldn't think of Bruce Lee as anything less than a man because he can't do those tasks. So that's just interesting. So what I've what I really been thinking about with this whole business of being good at what you Spend the most time doing Is filling my shit up With things that I want to achieve As opposed to just Entertainment things Right So now I'm starting to realize Hey You want more More self-esteem You want more self-esteem Of self Well the first thing You gotta do Is start taking care of yourself Eating a little better Working out a little bit more Not a whole lot Just more than what you're doing walking a couple extra steps, things like that, just respecting your temple a little bit. And once you start having self-respect for yourself, it starts going out to other people. And in addition, when you spend that time taking care of yourself and respecting yourself, well, it's really hard for you to allow disrespect from others because you've spent so much time on self. But the inverse is true, too. If you don't do anything to promote your higher self, like, if all you do is watch TV and eat junk food, you, you are disrespecting your, yourself. So you accept it from other people as well. I'm not saying that getting yourself in shape is the end-all, be-all, or a miracle cure to depression. But I can tell you that when I work out, I'm in a much happier place than when I did not. All the other things that I experience, like alcohol, drugs, uh, smoking cigarettes, caffeine artificial sugars things of that nature they give you a fake sense of happiness not a real true happiness but uh, as of the moment just temporary fleeting nothing lasting because you didn't really achieve anything type of um type of uh, pleasure that's the same way with video game addictions this all ties in to spending with spending your time with What you do the most is what you'll end up being good at. I used to spend a lot lot of times gaming. Oh, man. I used to spend so much time playing video games to the point where I could play video games from sunup to sundown. And it's weird because you accomplish things that in actuality nobody cares about. Literally nobody cares that you took your team to the Super Bowl in Madden Fifty million times, uh, I see grown men on my my Facebook that they're almost forty and they're still Madden kings. Like that's their claim to fame. That when it comes to them sticks, they can beat anybody. That's not a that's not that's not a good accomplishment really in the grand scheme of things. I understand that. Video games can be used for entertainment value, but they are their time suck. They're legit time suck because you get a bunch of like little they're like likes almost. like you get just a bunch of little validation like but like, just like likes don't mean anything. They really don't. I mean, what does a like mean? Nothing really. Um, same deal. Same deal with video game accomplishments. I wish if I could take back all the time I spent on video games and uh, use it to develop self, I'd probably be like the third ranked Muay Thai champion right now. Speaking of Muay Thai, I'm taking a break, about a two week break. I've been doing it for maybe the last since January. January is when I signed up and we are in June. I was going two to three times a week, give or take. But I was starting to lose weight a lot. And I think I'm starting to regress. I think I was overtraining a little bit, so I'm falling back from it. I really enjoy it a lot. Right now, I'm really working on just still the basics. I still the basics, just punching and kicking. With my punches, it's about turning my whole hip with my right cross. The cross is your right hand, so your left hand, your jab. Your left hand is, well, you called your lead hand because it's out in the front. And that is the punch you would throw quick. Everybody keeps telling me that it's not a power punch. It's more of a stun. So the jab is called the one. Okay. And then the hand behind it, your right hand, a little bit farther back because you in know, your boxer stance. is the two. It's the cross. So jab, one, cross, two. In case you ever decided to join a boxing gym. Got the first two punches. You know, the biggest problem I've had with boxing starting out is I was thinking too much. I'm still thinking too much, and I was just getting so consumed with this thought of being a fighter when there's so much more to it. I have to relax and ease into it and realize that this is a lifelong process. And I might not get good till today, tomorrow, a billion years from now, but it's more about the process and enjoying it, not where you end up, because where you end up, I'd be surprised, but I'm taking. I'm think I'm gonna take a two week break from it. Just allow my body a little bit more time to heal up. Like for example, my finger is starting to hurt, so I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna let all the lessons. Sometimes when you let the lessons bubble, that's when they in trouble. Hey, hey, enough. So she keeps looking like she's trying to delete my thing. Do you have anything to say, little person? No. Hmm. I think I might be done. I'll talk to you guys later. You got something to say? No. You just want to hold the microphone to your face. You're right here. No, you're not really doing anything. Thank you. Okay. No.